and welcome to the next episode of Play the Ball podcast. My name is Neeraj and as always I'm joined by my friend Sai. Honestly, all the audience out there I really love doing the podcast episodes right after an Arsenal match day because you never know what kind of mood we'll find Sai in today. So Sai, before we tune into this episode, all good? All okay? Uh, I just have one word for this. Uh, VAR is an absolute disgrace and it's going to be kind of a biased take. Obviously, coming from an Arsenal fan, you're not going to believe it. But I guess they kind of cost us the season entirely. I agree we have been shit for two months in the stretch of October to November. But then ever since that, I think we have been robbed of too many chances and they have just not been consistent. I think it's just plain agenda against our club. And I guess they cost us around... 10, 11 points or something like that. But I'll I'll keep on going on rant about Arsenal, which we'll soon be covering uh, in the episode as well. But let's go for the episode. Yeah, I mean, VAR, tell me about it, right? So, like you said, we will get back to it. And so, anyway, in this episode, we will be taking a quick look at what's happening over at Tottenham, Liverpool and Manchester United and how their runoff form is happening and what's happening with them right now since 2021 started and where they need to address their shortcomings as we move towards the business end of the season and moving on to the next summer transfer window. We'll also be taking a quick glance over to Chelsea, Arsenal and Man City to see where they can improve over from the current squad. Yeah, and I guess the main idea of this episode is to just cover that one spot of weakness which is uh, hindering the club to go to the next level. So, I guess the most uh, like the most trending thing right now is uh, Manchester United and their performance against the bigs. So, I guess let's just start from there. Is it? So, I guess the main problem which I find in this current United side is that they're being too defensive and uh, uh, it's basically the system of playing two centre-backs with two uh, defensive midfielders which is getting them clean sheets, which is fair and good. But then it's also hindering them from scoring good goals. They have just lost a couple of games, which they shouldn't have usually. And uh, their performance against the big six has not been very convincing, at least in the attacking side. And it's been very long since they properly dominated a game in the league and won. So do you think that that is a problem or do you see any other problem in the club as well? I do think it's a problem, Sai. You raise a very good point. Like like you said, we do we are getting a lot of good, let's say good, let's use the word good here, good, decent results against the top six sides, um, especially after that um, dropping that we received at Old Trafford against Spurs. And since then, Ole has been a bit too defensive, uh, playing with both Scott and Fred. Either Earlier, it used to be in a 4-4-2 diamond, and now with Pogba out injured, is is back to four to three one, but with two defensive midfielders, and um, it does hamper. So last year, right when you're playing as a top six uh, clubs, he had a really good record again. The lead teams which we were struggling to beat were the usual stories of you know bottom side clubs, but we had a really good record against the traditional top six clubs. And last season we depended a lot on. You know, the taste of Martial, Rashford, James, and with Pogba to spray the balls here uh, across. And to, obviously, towards the later of the season, Bruno joined in as well. And uh, that is one key thing, uh, key thing I, or rather I should say, that 
you know there's a, there's a change this season because tactics have changed they don't solely you know uh, depend on uh, counter attacks anymore uh, they are willing to sit deep uh, obviously as always because they let's say they playing somebody like city unless you are bad good you can't really go attack straight to them but against the other teams uh, they do tend to sit back and you know it's not exactly like you know threat of the pace but still uh, you know it's all of like a hybrid counter attacking position they they're increasingly uh, you know in control over positions against uh, you know against the top six sides like, for example you we were talking about the lot of 00 draws right and if you're playing a system like this you have to be clinical and that's where you know went wrong because i felt sure one against liverpool at anfield uh, or oh, that over chance keeps haunting me even now they uh, the also you know was started off a good game but again i felt lot of chances missed rashford wani you wouldn't expect kavani to miss some of the chances i felt you know should have come come uh, come away there again with three points right so there are some if you're playing tactics like this your your forwards are supposed to be clinical and unfortunately you know the forwards are not good enough to be that clinical yes you have rashford who provides moments of you know magic and but honestly he he is not the most clinical person around marcel has been way off his pace this season kavani you know kavani has been playing well whenever he's got chance but again he is injured is coming on and off and then you have daniel james who has last couple of game weeks has been good form but you know he's not ex- exactly screaming first team quality either so there's a lot of you know shortcomings there and basically uh I, i was talking to sai uh, earlier before, right before we started recording this podcast about the post lockdown united team that was, that was that's the team that united wants to uh, ole wants to is decide to play a dm a box to box dlp and a cam he has the cam nailed down with bruno and matis is not in great form he has been playing europa and other games he has been playing well but he hasn't been able to replicate the last season's form and he is getting he's getting old as well pogba has been injured on and off he has been out of form and then obviously since 2000, since 2021 started he has been contributing a lot he's been excellent form actually but yeah so i think this two defensive midfielder system will change if united does recruit a proper high quality first team uh defensive midfielder in the lineup it's a direct replacement to matic is what i personally feel at least yeah i kind of agree with you but then i guess the main problems started when pogba went on injured and whenever i see united i see this uh let's say a disconnect between the defense and the attack uh let uh, bruno sometimes has to come very deep to get the ball where he is really not that effective uh bruno is like really effective in the front uh, near the edge of the box where he can get shots from outside the box and you know create those through balls for the runners behind uh when bruno is at his own box receiving the ball from fred it's going to be a big problem and i guess the ball progression has also not been that effective for, from united pogba sometimes helps he is a very good passer from the deep and him going down is also a big uh, hole in the united's midfield which clearly needs to be addressed and i guess vandabig is also injured right now which is kind of unfortunate and uh, i kind of agree with you that this is some kind of a profile issue uh, united does not have the pro- 
player profile which needs to be done and one more thing is that it's also all the players you have in the forward line are just pure strikers uh, you know what i mean i i'm not saying they are number 9 specifically they just try to run behind and just shoot the ball yeah. and i don't think they particularly create anything uh, like out of their own or uh, even uh, create chances for others uh, like at a higher volume like they a sala or someone like uh, sterling does uh, you know what i mean it's just rashford is the kind of guy who thrives around the spaces and thrives in one on one situations to finish uh, and even daniel james uh, whenever he was effective he had that kind of a match up where he was effective as well and martial is struggling a lot uh, with his form he's not being particularly great in the link who is kind of the player who is the link up striker and is not being particularly good effectively so i guess it comes down to the profile a bit and also do you really feel shortcut can change his tactics a bit and be a bit more expansive with the players he has because i guess fred i don't know if he's told to sit behind sit before just before mcguire and uh, lindelof or is he like i don't necessarily same bombing forward and you know doing the progression like that uh, recently we saw him like getting some one or two shots out of the box but then that's just a rare one of occasions i don't see it particularly happening in the repeated patterns in the game it almost it's almost as if they are just there to protect their center backs from you know getting outpaced or you know just to give them the protection do you think with this personal he has right now uh, can he do any changes to his tactics to get the most out of their attack right now or because few weeks back they have nailed on for a top spot like a top two spot at the least but now it seems like they need to be aware that their top four spot is under threat right now and uh, sure they are still safe but then it's under threat because the table is changing rapidly every single week so my question is do you think ole can change anything in the tactics and be a bit more expansive or it's just going to so, happen I, unless they change the profile i pers- i personally really think he can change his tactics a lot okay fine you can set your team up to counter or you know absorb pressure hit the uh, against the big six sides but you still have enough quality in the side to you know you beat your sheffield united sorry your newcastle sorry your west brom away there's a lot of quality still in the squad and you mentioned a very good point all the forwards like to thrive in spaces who likes to take attack there's not a creator in charge there so if bruno has an off day there's no creation uh, any from anywhere else um, you have pogba to reduce a bit but if he's off he's injured now and over the summer he might move on we mostly will move on actually so who else is going to create that's where the entire last summer saga of sancho happened you need some uh, someone of his profile really really badly to take the uh, you know goal creating opportunities or actions the burden away from bruno while he himself is a quality player but uh, you know there the responsibilities you have a cavani's to hit a cavani to be in the box you have rashford who likes to thrive in uh, thrive in space you need to have different profile of your forward attackers you you rightly mentioned somebody like sterling who managed to score as well as you know try to create chances that's the sort of players you need and that's where jaden sancho would fit in right and if not sancho anybody else there are a lot of talks of rafinha the jagrelish as always uh, but if united are really serious about taking the squad uh, 
rebuilding phase further sancho is a must or if not sancho someone of equal almost equal quality which is i would say almost nobody nobody is at sancho's the the way sancho plays there is nobody right now according to me personally at least for a 20 year old so his somebody of his profile is a must because you need to take the you know the creative bird responsibilities share the creative responsibilities away from bruno as well and so yes he can do a lot better with his tactics i mean games like arsenal really felt we should have taken them and he, but he was a bit defensive even though we there are phases we did played well against anfield uh, liverpool were there for the taking they were vulnerable and we have seen teams like brighton and burnley take points away from them as well and recently chelsea too they were there for the taking they didn't play really uh, well and we missed the chances and we paid for it and we it's the anfield game that really gets me because liverpool has at the week that is one game you know you could have made a statement but again he went too defensively that tottenham game wasn't normally say i i have to be frank i know it's me united uh, as a united fan saying it but that's an anomaly if marcel had not got the, got that red card i don't think the scoreline would have been this bad for him to completely change over his team setup to play two defensive midfielders all the time and i think that's always running at the back of his now it's more like defense first and then you know keep the clean sheet and then we'll see what happens and you were talking about tactics i i like to i read this article i think it sure must be the athletic i'm not sure um it's about how sozan and his team trains united players in a more situational than than you know actual technical tactics if you get what i mean like you know they'll probably place them in a situation okay what do you do here what do you do next sort of thing not like it's somebody like pep you know pass move pass move pass move when this player is here you pass him here you know stuff like that and i actually to be fair i didn't notice that uh, but once i started reading the article then i started watching the games it was starting to become increasingly evident why most of the players look clueless sometimes like rashford's decision making at 23 years old in spite of playing for 5 years is bad and some of the other players as well i think there's a lot to be done on the tactical side i i know they're getting second right now there is a time they were going good on a good uh, period of form they were top of the league it is more down to you know other teams underperforming than anything and i think jamie garagher at sky told it perfectly it almost like Uh, united side could not believe they were at the top of the league they were like okay we are playing well we are just happy here why not take the next push and they haven't and now like you rightly said they have to look over their shoulders right now with chelsea closing in you know west ham leicester right behind united's neck uh, for the top four side yeah uh, i totally agree i guess they need to find a little bit balance in their midfield to you know compensate for their lack of creativity in the attack and i do feel that he needs to start van der beek if he's available i don't know if he's fit right now or not uh, but then he needs to start van der beek and bruno together to you know reduce that creative issues and kind of give the little bit of progression from the deep from uh, at least through dribbles from van der beek as well so i guess uh, that's the main thing and also the recruitment will be a key thing to do and to find a guy who from deep can progress the ball further and can also be the guy who will give the protection to the midfield and the right winger as you said who will 
provide the creativity from the wings as well. So uh, that's about United. And I guess the next club which I want to talk is uh, uh, your rivals, which is Liverpool. And if there is one word which will summarize Liverpool for 2021 is that they're just clueless. They simply have no idea what they're doing in a football pitch. And that's how they are uh, playing right now. And what do you think is their biggest problem, Neeraj? Oof, sorry, way to begin. Yeah, I don't, I, I didn't really think we would ever talk about Liverpool like this Liverpool side like that. But I think I know Liverpool fans are complaining a lot about the defense, which is fair, which is a fair complaint. They lost Van, uh, Van Dijk quite early in the season. We have talked about it before. Then they kept getting injuries again, and again. Then Fabinho and Henderson had to play in the mid uh, defense. Then they had to go emergency in by Kovac and uh, Davis. Uh, uh, this uh, January market, and then again Henderson got injured again. Now Fabian is just back, uh, fit uh, from the Chelsea game as well. I don't think defense is a problem, sir. Yes, they're lose, they're losing uh, games because the defense are not confident enough because of what's happening at front. Their followers are completely out of form. I have absolutely no clue how Salah is at the top of the league right, uh, Golden Boot race right now. Honestly, sir, because. He goes game games where he goes to scores two goals each, and then he goes missing. It's the same with all the um, you know Liverpool front four. Uh, you have Imani is in out of form, Salah is out of form in spite of all the goals. Firmino, uh, you know his link up self, he doesn't really contribute in a lot of goals as well. And that you have your other midfield team, uh, as well. Thiago, nothing so far. And you don't really expect a lot of productivity from Liverpool midfield as such. And Alexander Arnold has not been great either. Robertson has been okay. Robertson has been consistent. But the main forces of creativity or goal-creating actions have all been out of form. I would really miss Diego Jota. He was, he started life at Liverpool brilliantly and his injury has put them down as well. I think he's back now. I, uh, the Liverpool fans will be looking quite forward to see him play because he desperately needs some spark right now. For me, Sai, where they're lacking is the uh, front three. It's not nothing to do with the defence. Uh, yes, they're making small changes to accommodate Thiago in there. It is an issue. We will talk about it. But I think it's the front three who is not doing enough right now. What do you think, Sai? I mean... Uh... Okay, I, I do agree that this some of the issues of the country because as you see uh, from the statistics, uh, Firmino's output has been dropping ever since his, uh, like the previous the time, season before the title winning season. Uh, his up- output keeps dropping. He's not being that creative. His short numbers are very low. His expect- expected assist is also down. And uh, they should have done a move to, you know, replace a pure striker, a pure finisher. I do think like Jota is a really good move. He's a really good guy to have as a uh, player to, you know, use in the wing and occasionally at uh, like a striker role with Salah and moving, changing the front three. But I, I don't think that Jota is a permanent option to play uh, in the front three because they don't have a pure striker when all three play together. And I do think that they should have addressed it. But other than that, one main issue which I found with this Liverpool system is that uh, I went back and like you know saw some of the previous highlights and some of the peak performances. The main thing which I found interesting is that both Salah and Mane 
receive the balls behind the defensive line or somewhere where they can run like at least uh, like the defender is in front of them where they can run but nowadays they just receive the ball from the back of the defender if you know what i mean and they're not really effective in that scenarios they are not the kind of guys who can you know who's going to bully the defender you know turn and then you know, create some something like a messi or something someone like that they are just players who you know if you, you give them space they're going to run they're going to do uh, drag a defender out they're going to do some creation but i don't think that's happening in the system right now uh, and it's something it's down to you know some some of the midfield changes they are doing and i think klopp needs to you know fix his midfield uh, and go with it and his friend like obviously the striker is, issue is also there but then this is another big issue which i found like both sala and mane are receiving the ball from the back of the defender and they are not really you know like going forward like teams are kind of figured out like if they do this to them they are not really effective and also their full backs are not being allowed to that's not allowing the full backs you know make those overlap runs uh, to cross the ball inside and that's one big tactical issue which i'm finding from the look and i don't know if tiago is a problem for this side right now uh, so that's where i stand agree sir i have seen a lot of reactionary you know this thing pose or tweets saying that you know tiago especially from united fans because um, Uh, it reminds tiago reminds him a lot of uh, sebastian veron who had come around 2001 2002 at united extremely talented player but did not fit united side at all the way they play or this thing like that i don't think so i think of genuinely did want to make a change to the way he plays i don't think tiago was a bad signing I mean, they needed something different probably unlucky with the way uh, these injuries happened as well because uh to fit up new piece like tiago who's completely different from any other midfielder you had in the previous system let's say is completely different from a henderson fabinho or vinaldum or anybody like that you need to kind of have a stable uh system to you know remove a piece and fit in the piece but i i don't know if he's been fit very bad to be honest he is he, kind of playing well he's doing his role uh but then the team as a whole is like one thing which i believe is that uh, sometimes confidence plays a big big role more than we even think and the pressure of being defending champions and all this things and the confidence being so low sometimes it does this, anything doesn't happen for the team like i've faced it as an arsenal fan uh, during the end of 2020 where arsenal could not even get a goal out of nowhere but then this one chelsea game happened and they kind of turned the switch and ever since that it's all been uphill for arsenal uh and liverpool are in that very very bad slump but that slump shouldn't last this long that's what they are trying to say and that's the problem they are right now and klopp kind of needs to accept the fact that this season is gone the season is over and it really doesn't matter what he's going to do he has the kind of as a quality and he's in the kind of situation to you know at least scrape a top four finish right now and he just needs to let things loose and go back to this uh like a high pressing counter attacking monsters they were before and let the team do their job as yes, i um, i i agree um so the he has a lot of thinking to do uh like uh, like you said uh because you know how as roy keen puts it um being champions is hard being defending champions is even harder and uh, especially in a surreal season like this a lot of changes it this season doesn't help either because there's a lot of it's cramped it's 
had all the schedules and everything obviously all teams have a problem we don't bear, we barely talk about crystal palace who has been having like insane number of uh, injuries on top of you know people still players almost 12 players coming soon to an end of contract all clubs have their problems and they need to deal with it and especially if you're a top your champions liverpool needs to deal with it they haven't dealt with it yet and they need they need to at least at least to finish um, 2020 2021 season stronger because um, it's been symbolic actually sai because i think just, i just read a stat saying that since 2021 started of all english teams they are the bottom most in home form 92nd or 92nd that is insane we always hear about anfield fortress 68 game unbeaten run you two to three years unbeaten run suddenly what's happening don't really so there's a lot of plugs for uh, klopp to click on and you have a contract issues with vignaldam as well so he needs a midfield replacement he needs a new center back he needs a new forward as well and it also doesn't help the overall you were talking about confidence issues it, there is a lot of confidence issues and on top of that you know a couple of um howlers from halison alison did help as well and then you know again goalkeeper changed because of uh, unfortunate personal uh, inc- uh, you know tragedy that happened in alison's life so again a couple of games where the keeper changed there's again a, a misbalance again there's a new young center backs i do like kabak i really do like him in spite of him being in shalka but again settling into new league so it's like you says of confidence this lineup has not been settled so factors outside the control has not helped klopp either but he needs to do something soon he needs to have a plan b plan c plan d because whatever is whatever they are doing right now it's not working yeah and yeah that's what i think and klopp kind of needs to accept the fact that the season is like i don't i think he accepts it that the season is long gone he just needs to you know let loose and, and try things out before he gets his full squad back because when they get the full squad they are really title contenders and they are obviously going to improve this summer as well so they just kind of have to you know uh just go back to being the side which kind of help them uh, being that real monsters where they were absolutely lethal in the counter attack and uh the, i think that will soon happen they just need to hit the refresh button and uh, kind of uh, forget all the other factors which is happening around it. uh so i guess it's good time to move on to the next club which is the club which we predicted will have a lot of issues going forward and the manager who we felt will be in trouble but he kind of pulled it back in one game against uh, west brom and some other and some relegation candidates but uh against fulham they kind of struggled and they narrowly escaped from 1-0 so i'm talking about tottenham hotspur and their issues in the club right now and i like maybe if this was recorded two weeks back the business would have agreed that there is a really issue going on in tottenham football club but now it seems like bale is back dele ali is back they are playing well and uh, people really don't accept that tottenham are still a bad uh, football team right now uh but i uh, trust me it's soon going to come out they're soon going to be exposed once again so neeraj do you think they are all set or do you think they still have some problems in the club i do agree sir they still okay. do have problems 
uh, I, I'm talking about the defense side. Uh, we'll get, get, get by one by one. Uh, I, uh, if we talk about defense, I don't think Sanchez is good enough. I think he's good enough to be a squad rotation player, like a squad defender. He is good, but he always has a mistake in him. Oliverald is past his peak. He still has his odd uh, performance here and there, but you know, he is around 32, 33 years old right now, and uh, he needs to be phased out slowly. Eric Dyer. He has been good this season, to be fair. But last since 2021, he hasn't been in the greatest form. Um, you know, being he was surprisingly good at the beginning of the season. I was actually genuinely surprised. Uh, Dyer playing better at centre back, but again, he is dropping form as well. Both the centre backs need changing. Joe Rodon is good, but again, young kid from Swansea, going to take time to adjust. He seems like a potential. They really do need a centre back. They do need a new left back because. What they can do is either convert Ben Davis to a centre back, or you know use him as a backup for you know a wing back because Davis is not good enough anymore. I've, I actually never rated Davis. I always felt he's too defensive uh, for a fullback, even for a normal fullback, even on an attacking fullback. And his um, attacking outputs aren't great either. And he was great. He was pretty good a couple of seasons ago, but not right now. And Regulian has been great, but again he has been injured, and Tottenham really missed him because his uh, like much of Liverpool, their lot of their attacking output comes from Regulian on the left and uh, Serge Aurier on the right, and Regulian absence has affected them as well. I think the defense needs a total revamp. Side I have to say because Tanganga is good again. They have potential players. They have Tanganga who is good. Uh, Joe Rodon is good. Regulian, you never know when he'll go back to Madrid. And you, you have Serge Aurier, who's pretty great at attacking, but you never know when he's going to give away a mistake. They do. And Doherty has not... Never really understood the Doherty signing. I mean, it made sense. Uh, but at the time, because I thought Jose was going to shift to a back three. but And I really did think by now, Doherty would have got adjusted to playing in a back four. But... Evidently, he still hasn't. But again, the slow signs of, like you mentioned, slow signs of him as a whole coming back to form. So, if looking at the summer recruitment, Levy's and Jose's size has to be on the defense. Midfield is great. I think Los Celso's injury has been a great miss for them. His coming back will be a big boost. And most important of two important players that they desperately needed to perform, Bale and Ali. Gail has been great this month. I was looking at the social media posts and he has been he's been involved in like 70-80% of the goals. And Delhi Ali, ever since his Europa League performance, he started playing well again. So Jose will be hoping these to keep up because they need a forwards clicking. Um, Son has had, had a dip in form. Kane had, wouldn't say dip in form, but you know, that squad as a whole was, you know, not getting the results out. And there are a couple of results in between with it was a proper defensive mistake and goalkeeper. Uh, that's why Loris always gets on my nerves because he's a fantastic goalkeeper, but he always has a mistake in him. Always, ever since he came to Tottenham he, uh, and for France as well. He always has this lapse of concentration or, you know, something like that. And goalkeeper mistakes led to direct goals, defensive mistakes. So I think Tottenham's focus should be on the defense right now. The midfield is great. I think that attack is pretty good. They need to sort the defense out. 
uh, for me that's all they need to do it i mean assuming ali and uh, ali keeps his form and i'm not sure how the bail situation is going to be but i'm assuming he'll go he'll go back to go to madrid if he does so they need a new uh, winger as well if not there i should be on center back what do you think sir yeah like i mean if you had asked me two weeks back i would have said that their like a big number one issue which i find from them is their attack because they are too reliant on hurricane to do anything for the attack and when he was missing from his injury they had literally no clue what to do in the attack son had no idea what he was supposed to do bergwijn looked clueless mora was uh, so bad and everything like that happened and i did feel that at that time we should have bought in dele ali and he should have uh, used bale occasionally with his fitness concerns and that could have made a little bit difference and bale coming to the form and harry kane coming back from his injury has kind of masked the issue right now and i still think that when harry kane goes down their entire system falls apart and that really needs to be addressed from jose because harry kane is not a dependable player for the entire season he is very fragile uh, he might get injured any time and uh, and especially in this crucial times where matches keep happening every four three days and if your system is completely one single player you can't afford to lose him even for one match and uh, even uh, like right now with the situation jose is in right now he needs to take europa league a little bit more seriously so he kind of needs to play hurricane in, in this deep run uh, europa league group europa league uh, knockout phases and also the premier league phases because and uh, one thing is to protect him from his injuries and the second thing is to have a system where they're not completely reliant upon hurricane to you know bring like create something from the attack and uh, past two weeks they have masked that issues a little bit uh, they had a good win and i don't know but like i think it's i still think it's because of the quality of the side they went against uh, the quality was so bad that they kind of got away with their uh, attacks and uh, that needs to be addressed i don't know if it is going to pop up anytime soon but hurricane is too good that it's not really visible until he goes down but uh i do agree about the defense i think the defense needs to be a little bit more uh, uh like changed completely because the right back situation is totally messed up oria is actually a really good player when he is completely 100% focused uh, but when he is not which is which sometimes happens in the crucial moments the team definitely concedes a goal or a penalty and doherty i was not a big fan of his signing and it still proves that he is not the kind of right back you want a tottenham side to have and i think regian is a really good player and they should just hope that you know uh, madrid doesn't trigger the buyback clause and they're not taking him back because uh, that's going to be a good uh, a big blow for them because they don't have a good left back over there and the center backs the main thing which i find is that they're not really aggressive they don't really aggressively win the ball higher up the field they are too passive and they're really good aerially which you expect a mourinho center back to be in but uh, the entire district work has to be done by hoiberg and that's too much to ask for one single player there and he's a really good player but when he's out of form the tottenham midfield is ran through by pacey forwards and pacey midfielders like let's take fulham for the for example uh, that game the midfield was totally ran over by fulham forwards and uh, midfielders because Hoiberg had a bad game and 
the center backs were not aggressive to stop the attacks and they just let the midfielders to run past them and that needs to be fixed and i sissoko is not i'm not a big fan of sissoko i do think i don't know if he's even a utility player for a tottenham side anymore uh, they need to have ideally another box to box player who is really good at uh, tackles and interceptions and you know you can kind of give a cover uh, when needed for the side but i think the main issue is that they need to have attack other than harry kane and not like you know what i mean like there is one thing called as a system for your side and one thing as one player being the entire system of the side when you have a system you kind of need to just replace with the backup who's kind of going to fit right into the system and uh, if you have a player as your entire system you are truly screwed uh because that's what happened when hurricane went down injured ideally you want his backup who's carlos vinicius to come in and fit into the system and you know produce the output but that was not really the case they kind of struggled they moved around bergwijn into a nine and they moved around son into the number nine position and they tried everything and it did not work and i guess jose has to have a plan because uh if he doesn't if the system the season doesn't end well for him if he has, gets a europa league knockout and i don't know if he's going to even win the carabao cup against the man city side it's going to be a big problem his position is under big threat yeah i agree sir about this about the system part you do the problem with that is at in only in tottenham's case because uh, like you said every team needs to have a system in place that's how the modern football works is that to find a profile of harry kane's um you know as a profile as a uh, hurricane you have to you have to go really hard to find and it's very tricky because either you can develop a system where you know you have your usual number 9 or your hurricane and you know your wingers your lucas mora or bale or son behind you have indomle or delhi ali recently he has come back to form now but with obviously the uh, gameplay has been set in such a way that you know you can completely unlock kane's playmaking potential not all strikers are going to have that i don't i don't think any striker has that to be honest the ability to play the balls that kane has so jose needs definitely needs to have a backup strategy or a plan in place if hurricane is not available because that's key like you said if hurricane crumbles Tottenham's entire flow disrupts, and that shouldn't be happening. There needs to be either a backup, you know, contingency plan left, or he needs to come up with a system. Either one of these should be there. If you don't have both, and you know, just okay, Kane's injured, let's play Carlos there, or let's play Bale there, and you know, expecting them to do the same job. Carlos, who is like a um, you know very young player, and Bale, who is who prefers to be a winger rather than a centre forward, it does not work. It's like, not going to work the same way. yeah if you want me to like if there is anything to summarize that uh, at one stretch of time before these two weeks their goals came from either son or kane there was literally no other scorer for them and that was a big uh, like that did uh, look good for their statistics for son and kane individually and it did look good for tottenham but then uh, i don't think i don't i'm not saying that that's bad that they are the only people who are getting goals it's like if you have that world class talent in your hands you might as well use them fully but then when one of them goes down when one of them is a little bit fragile uh, that's when the problem comes in when you can't uh, remove the piece from there and fit in another piece and still function the same system uh, 
albeit with less output early. You can't expect the same kind of creativity from Carlos Vinicius. Uh, but then the system is completely falling apart when you completely depend on one player to do everything. So, yeah, that's where the problem is. They need to have some other goal scorers and some other creators other than these players right now. Yeah. We'll see how, like you said, it's very important for them to finish the league strong. And they do need to focus. I don't think Morinda will pass up on the Europa. It's a chance for a trophy. That's exactly what he's been bought for. I think a good chance of him taking... Like he's going to go all out on Europa League yeah, and Carabao Yeah, Cup. I think he's, go, he's going to take the league. Let that happen. Focus everything on the Europa because he needs it. Tottenham needs it as a club and he needs it as a manager. More than so both, both the parties are really desperate for the trophy. Um, like I don't really see them beating City uh, with a Carabao, obviously. I mean, unless, you know, uh, something miracle happens and Jose comes with an absolute, you know, typical Mourinho masterclass and with everybody contributing. I really don't see City losing their game. Um, so there, Europa is the best chance of Silva, like you say. So he needs to see yeah. what happens. He needs to keep Kane fit. He needs to be, keep all the uh, other important attacking players fit, like Regulion and Bale. And he, he needs to integrate Deli Ali back into the squad. You know, because I always seen with all his, you know, uh, grace and uh, you know, uh, chance creating ability. I've always seen NWA as a part of a pivot. Or, you know, as a box-to-box, not as a number 10. And that's only because Los Elsa was injured and Deli Ali was out of form either. But Ali needs to come back and integrate seam- seamlessly into the team so that, you know, you can get a well, well-balanced well Tottenham side. A well-balanced Tottenham side, if not right, is a really good squad. But just one or two injuries, like, like you mentioned, you need a system in place. One or two injuries away from everything crumbling. And that's when all the meltdowns and or the crisis at Tottenham talks comes up. And we'll see uh, how Tottenham ends the season from here. Yeah, like I just hope they rot and go trophyless yeah. once again. And it's kind of fun to see them crumbling apart with times. And like it's going to happen soon. I'm pretty sure about that. Uh, so now, I guess the next clubs which I'm going to talk about doesn't really have major issues right now. Uh, but we're just going to quickly cover them. So let's just start with Chelsea. Uh, like they have had a good run of form under Tuchel. They haven't. I don't think they even lost one game under Tuchel. And to find a negative out of this is going to be absolutely tough. Uh, but do you think there is anything like? I'm not going to say that they have a problem right now. But do you think there is anything which they need to improve? Um, like you mentioned, um, they, they already all do have a brilliant squad, and they have been doing well this season as well. Uh, especially after Tuchel came in. I do think they need a centre-back. If they're going for a title-winning, you know, championship-winning side, they do need a centre-back because um, he does seem to rate Rudiger. Uh, Rudiger, to be fair, on his day, and if the game is right, if the system is right, can play well. Uh, but uh, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Rudiger, to be honest. Great ball-playing abilities, but apart from that, as a defender... Mm, I'm very neutral about it. I don't really have much opinions on the Rudiger. And Christensen, again, good backup option as well. And I, I was very surprised they sold Tomori. Tomori would have been a great backup centre-back. Uh, I don't know what's happening there. And Silva is 36-year-old. 
and zuma see zuma is sort of like you know uh the sort of player who needs um somebody experienced to guide him it, it sort of reminds me of how the pkp all relationship used to happen at the peak barca time um he was always a great center back but i always felt he would have never reached a level if he was not playing with uh, pyol sorry i felt pyol's guidance and his leadership and his you know experienced experience you know made pk look good and since he moved on pk went on to become a world class center back and i personally feel it's the same with zuma zuma and even if you watch chelsea game zuma zuma is great if silva is playing if silva is in there he has been attacking in poor position his ball distribution is wayward you know this decision making isn't the greatest either so i do think they need a center back i'm not i'm not putting zuma down but uh, if they have if they're going to challenge for a title they need a van dyke or they need a ruben ruben diaz in the squad what do you think sir yeah uh, that's actually a good point but then uh, i don't know like i'm going to go completely different route on this like i do completely agree with that like next season when they're going for the title they're going to have to get a, a proper center back who's going to start 38 games and be dominant and be the leader for the side and that's absolutely 100% needed but the other thing which i think is that i don't know i'm not going to particularly call this a problem but i do understand where tuchel is coming from like their lack of goals like they are they are being very good defensively they are playing three at the back and they are being very good defensively but they are not particularly scoring a lot of goals every game like they are kind of struggling to score goals there uh the thing which i think is a big problem there is that like why that is happening is because uh one is that tuchel wants to first set his defense up to be defensively solid and then start playing with his attacking talents which he has in the right now but i guess he kind of needs to be consistent with his uh, attacking lineup to build a little bit more of a chemistry uh because they keep rotating more than they are supposed to but i'm not sure if it's because tuchel wants to see which player he needs to have and which player he needs to uh like sell in the summer or something like that but you kind of need to have a set lineup uh, with a little bit rotation and not too much rotation there because all these players are already new to the club who have not played together for a long time and that itself kind of takes time to set uh and when you're going for title next season which obviously the chelsea board expects you to do you need to have a attacking front forward where they all know each other they all know each other their runs they all know what kind of ball they expect and what kind of reasons they expect from because at one time they play zh and one time they play pulisic and one time they play werner as a number 9 one time they play giroud as a number 9 and it kind of keeps changing every single game uh but that that needs to be changed because i do understand the part of experimenting but they are currently in a top four race right now and they can't take this lightly and it's going to benefit them for the next season as well because they need to have that set attacking lineup which understands the chemistry between them and can work together well yeah i agree so but then i'm slightly letting tushal of the hook because again like you you just mentioned the you just up just up on the point right maybe it's just popping and changing to just to see who he wants to keep around and how he wants to set his team 
how he looks his team forward for the next season maybe it's part of that you know, i i don't know maybe it could be that but i do agree that he needs to nail down on a starting lineup soon so yeah but i see only good things for chelsea in the next year yeah uh, the next up we want to talk about arsenal um, when you look at their position you would kind of say that they are in a big trouble but uh, i i'm i don't know I, i think it's going to come as a bias from me so i'm going to let you say what do you think is arsenal's biggest problem here which i would say is themselves i think um sai because i i really like arteta as a coach right but uh, he does need to chop off a few players i think i think you would agree with me when i say this is more than anything else more than any position or any tactics it is a individual almost schoolboyish mistakes that's leading you know dropping points or conceding goals and stuff like that so sai before i go on with arsenal next season realistically what is your expectation like what where do you think arsenal should be should they be in the top 6 be in the top 4 what do you think uh i think uh like this season we have been so unlucky because our main marquee signing was missing for the first half of the season and uh, is just now coming to full fitness like in the end of the season which is kind of bad because he is a big big piece in the midfield who offers like more than what the other midfielders in arsenal offers and the other big issue is that arteta took so much time to find that he needs to trust emil smith rowe in the number 10 position and that is kind of a mistake from edu that he did not provide the creative player arteta requested for because ideally he wanted both awar and partey and he understand why and he too much time to you know trust an 18 year old to play there and ever since he switched the system to play a 4231 we have been really 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 good i guess uh, there wasn't any game where we were totally outsmarted by the opponent like except for the man city game which you expect that to happen other than that every single game we have played really well and as you mentioned their biggest problem is themselves because they do make the schoolboy mistakes where they dug, dig themselves the hole which they struggle to come out of and that's a big problem and uh, as for the expectation of next season i really feel if the summer recruitment goes as per plan like the main problem which i find in this squad is their right back position which they need to upgrade on hector bellerin has been so underwhelming this season uh, and they need to find a really good midfield partner for partey and fix on that number 10 position i think odegaard and emil smith rowe are good two people to have to rotate and if odegaard is available just buy him or if odegaard is not available switch for the number 10 and i think that's it and that's the kind of portion we need to fit in because arteta is known to make some small tactical tweaks for this game which is kind of working like he did trust on willian to you know at some crucial games in the europa league and also in the last game week against leicester which paid off and it know it, it shows that he knows what he's doing he knows his tactics he knows what kind of profile he wants and everything is there and next season we need to make a little bit more upgrade in the right back position and midfield position and crucially in the striker position because we have been absolutely woeful in finishing uh, we do score a lot of goals though but then we could have scored a lot more if we had been a little bit more clinical in the front of the goal because 
in this game against burnley we mainly lost because we are not clinical i don't care about the referee mistakes that is for totally another episode but they need to be a little bit more clinical and i guess that's mainly comes down to quality more than just coaching because i think the coaching is kind of there the coach knows what he wants to do there's steady progress and the season they just need to forget and if they make the right changes i i 100% believe that we can contest for top 4 next season and slowly move on from there okay i'm just a side for top 4 so that if you want for top 4 i generally think you need to get get a new center back as well i don't think with the pers- uh, current setup setup obviously you have pro players on loan as uh, well i do think you need saliba i think, think saliba is playing fantastic in leon and this is the kind of exposure which arteta wanted him to have and when he comes back i am pretty much sure that him and gabriel are going to be the center back main center back partnership and uh, the backups are possibly going to be rob holding and uh, pablo mari and uh, like i do agree if we have a chance to get a world class piece and you do go ahead and bring him in but i think there are three more positions which are of higher priority than this right now and i think that's the big thing they need to address for top like we never thought that united are going to be this side in the league table right now or uh, chelsea are we thought chelsea are going to be our favorites for number 3 and premier league i think with the quality of the lower table teams and the mid table teams right now you don't know what's going to happen in this league and i do think that uh, more than like there have been very rare instances where arteta has been outcoached by another coach and when he gets the quality down under the results are naturally going to come and let's see yeah let's say like you mentioned um, we we used to always discuss about the right back situation at arsenal as uh, as well you know with cedric playing left back makeshift left back sometimes uh, when gani was injured and then obviously bellerin has been underwhelming i think uh, against burnley Ch- chambers made his premier uh, league uh, appearance after quite a while so right back is sort of a tricky and again striker obviously um is always obmeyang um honestly i like like i said overall gameplay as a footballer but is not exactly the most clinical finisher i have seen or for a number 9 at least so um you know def- i definitely think you do need a replacement for jaka well jaka drops down to the bench and like you mentioned a another forward uh, we don't know if odegaard is going to stay or not right so we who is your, you do need another number 10 uh yeah, in your side if you're going to cup versus with the 4231 so you have your, obviously you have your a young talent in emil smith row so and you need somebody you know to share that creative response obviously saka saka has been exceptional this season quite the revelation he has been uh, but then he's still 19 you need somebody you know somebody experienced maybe around somebody who has been there to you know share responsibilities like we were talking about bruno and uh, sancho if sancho is being targeted similar for us you need to share that uh, goal shot creation uh, opportunities uh, from all the other sides as well not just from your number 10 all right so uh, it's let's see sai let's see what happens again just like united and uh, liverpool this next summer's recruitment is going to be very key in arsenal's up for or top 6 ambitions uh, next year again like you said the other clubs are playing well as well you have leicester west ham uh, you know leeds threatening 
um so yeah you have other clubs and obviously we have everton as well so you have clubs who are knocking on the door and so this summer recruitment is going to be especially key for some of our clubs that we have discussed yeah i think they need to persist with arteta and they need not like uh, like i don't think he is the problem in the club right now i think he is the right coach to take us forward and uh, he is doing things right he just is being let down by the players and other stuff which he can't control right now and this summer uh, i hope he gets the players he need because when he has the quality i think he can show that he can build a really good side and let's see i'm just hoping for the optimistic result right now yeah so let's see so anyway um, uh, we only have manchester city left side do you have anything to say about city ah uh, no i think i don't know I, i like i really try to find anything any weakness in the side and i think it's totally irrelevant to you know look for anything in the side they are just too good like and they are just going to get someone like a messi or haland and just absolutely destroy the league yeah. and if um, not if not anything they might be in the market for a number nine, number 9 i don't see anywhere else we need some improvement anywhere maybe maybe exactly. maybe to improve the squad depth maybe you know let's say back up for a cancelo or you know since mendy is gone up probably mendy will be sold off to make some transfer budget you need a left back backup as well maybe as a squad filling maybe but no faults from for city from my side at least yeah they're just too perfect right now so we have come to the end of this episode where we kind of addressed upon the key issues we which we find in the top six sides right now which they need to fix to get good ending for the season uh, we'll be coming up with more interesting topics from the next game week as well the europa league is coming up and that's going to give us a lot of drama uh, so let's see what's happening in the next week and stay safe until then